0: My
1: fake vampire teeth
0: right now. I cannot. If you want to come oh. closer to the mic, maybe.
1: Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> You'd get so pissed at me though when you were editing this if you just heard the little like clink clinks. Just like every time you talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I am literally in the business of selling vampire teeth. That is my profession. <laughs> that's my job, and that's true. I know about every variety there are, <laughs> so I, I get There's... it. Wait, I'm. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's? Up? You're not gonna get over talking about this for a second. There are more than one kind mm-hmm. of vampire. Oh, suit. absolutely.
0: So there's like the pl- the plastic, like like fifty cent, whatever the fuck. That you just kind of stick in your teeth, and they like they're both they're like the tops and the bottoms. And you just kind of like move with your mouth. Uh huh. And then there's the ones that they're like individual teeth, and they mold to your teeth, so they look like real and cool. Okay, so I hate that, though. Why? Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, It's better than having I just, like, mean, plastic in your mouth and you can't do anything. Like, they're at least, like, normal teeth. They just, like, act like your teeth. They're just a little bit longer and pointed.
1: Oh, okay. So they're, like, Invisalign. I guess. I don't... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I regret talking about this now. Great. But, so, but they still have the little, like, were not the little, like, pointers? What do you mean?
0: Yeah. They're vampire teeth. Sorry, one more time? The aren't... The... Stop! (laughs) (laughs) I need, I need, like, words. I need, like, descriptions. I don't know what, what
1: those, the pointy ones are called. Those those type of teeth have a specific scientific name, and I don't know them. The (laughs) munchy teeth.
0: I don't know. I don't know what they're called. They're just, like, the cheapo, you know, vampire teeth.
1: Oh, that's wild. I don't like that, but I want
0: some. I can get you some, so... That's let me know. Can you imagine (laughs) if
1: I showed up to the next convention that I'm at, just like with vampire teeth, just like no discussion? Yeah, just like my usual kind of (laughs) teacher outfit, but just like with vampire
0: (laughs) teeth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is what my teeth are like. I just have these.
1: These are just mine. It's I don't mine. understand.
0: Although we do have Didn't... different varieties of the like ones that you can mold. They're called love bites or whatever, and they're just like the smaller. They're more Ew. like the I guess the feminine version. They're just like a little bit smaller because the the normal ones are kind of like big. So like if you have a smaller mouth, just kind of like ah, I, there's just too oh, much God. teeth here, and I can't close my mouth. But, so there's those, and there's, like, the regular ones, and then they have, we have these, like, spirally ones, and they look, like, fucking gnarly. They're just, like, these weird, long, like, saber crazy shit, but... What,
1: are they, like, zoodles for your mouth?
0: Basically, but, like, hard, and teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: This is a discussion that I actually regret having, so, hi, welcome to Into the Regrets podcast. (laughs) That's the most accurate fake title (laughs)
0: we've had. (laughs)
1: How is your week going, Cody?
0: You know what? I'm alright. I am sweating, which is a crime because it's September, but you know, I'm just living my life. That's fair.
1: I want to say on the podcast, therefore it's real, (laughs) I am so proud of you for making it through this Twilight-centered week. It was a lot. Yes.
0: If y'all are not up to date on, like, our Twitter and, like, all that stuff, it's been a week for Twilight. So for the
1: fake fans. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know who you are. You know. Yeah. We watched Eclipse Mm -hmm. earlier this week on a Tuesday. That is correct. And then we had a live stream. (laughs) Hey, it (laughs) was live and it was a stream.
0: (laughs) It was just a little bit, it was a little bit of a (laughs) haphazard sort of put together of a live stream because... Uh, my internet was like, nah, I'm good, actually. So, yeah. Ally, for 45 minutes, held up her phone, in which I was projected <laughs> on a FaceTime, and streamed from her computer, and it was great, <laughs> and we had a very good time, so... It
1: ended up being really great. There's a lot of things on there mm-hmm. that fit into into the regrets. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a really apt title for our live stream now. Absolutely. If I'm being honest. But yes, yeah, so that was amazing. I had a great time. And that's still on it's, our YouTube
0: channel if you want to go back and look at it and listen to it and all that stuff.
1: Yes. I just love that your internet was like, you know what? Taco's good out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and... We just made it work anyways, because we're resilient, and it's great. So that has been fantastic, and a really good ending to our eclipse season. I guess it's been, like, a whole quarter. I guess, Jesus. About eclipse, which is wild. Uh. Which Mm -hmm. means,
0: in the next couple of weeks, if you are a, any supporter level on Patreon, you will be getting a hot Type in blooper reel from this past quarter of Eclipse. <gasps> so get fucking ready. I'm so excited. Get ready.
1: Those are my favorite times of the season because I literally have no idea what are on those. <laughs> and so it's always such a nice treat for
0: yeah. me. Me either. I Montreal just episodes. like, I just kind of like open up the files and I'm like, what is any, when were any of these things that we said <laughs> that I took out while editing? <laughs>
1: How did Tom like make our voices happen in these ways and make that work? So it's been a slow news week for Twilight, which hasn't happened in a couple of months because of Oyo Good Press Tour. Mm -hmm. So it's been nice. The good thing, though, that I wanted to mention, and Cody and I have kind of been laughing about it since before we started recording, is that there is a—I don't know—that convention is the proper word. There's (laughs) a—it's a
0: festival. A festival, it's yes, a festival, a festival yeah.
1: happening in Forks right now.
0: Right the fuck uh, now! If you're listening, like, you missed it. <laughs> this is, yeah. It's that hot. It's that hot and relevant.
1: It's happening right now in Forks and it's all quite like, centered, what? and it's, like, why, why am
0: I not there? Could because you I imagine if the time you actually drove up to Forks, you just, like, came across a whole festival event that was happening in Forks? I would have passed out. You would have <laughs> absolutely, 100%. <laughs> You'd have just died on the spot. Well, because
1: where Jackson is, the actor who plays Jasper Hill, he's taking a photo at the Forks welcome sign. Mm -hmm. And the one that he's at, there's two, like, welcome to Forks signs. (laughs) There's one driving into Forks from the Port Angeles side, so coming south. And then there's one coming into Forks going north, Mm -hmm. anyways. And he's at the one that's by the Welcome Center.
0: Also, this is just, like, a great photo. Like, He's a he's yes. a cute little boy, and I'm a fan. And
1: it's it's perfect. There's dimples. There's everything. Uh. But like, imagine that I just like pulled up to <laughs> the welcome center, and I'd just been like, "Oh, hey, Jackson, how's it going? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What?
0: This is my safe
1: space. <laughs> Even better. Like, imagine if it hadn't happened when there was a Twilight festival going on. Just God. like, Jackson, what are you doing? Why are you just here? He's like, this is my safe space I too. Love,
0: I live here. I live here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! I live I've under the missed.
0: floorboards of the community center, Forks.
1: Oh my god! So yeah, there's there's a lot of great things happening. Yesterday on Friday, we missed it. It was uh Victoria's Army five k fun run. Oh no. which sounds like my personal hell. But right now, as we speak, today is Saturday when we're recording, there is an American Red Cross blood drive. Great. So, um... Good idea, very on brand for Mm Twilight-themed shitty organization. Yeah.
0: Great. Also, like, a little too on the nose. You know what I mean? Just, like, (laughs) Like a a little too... Ugh,
1: no. There's a costume contest going on right now. There's a lot of great stuff happening. But, yeah, Jackson, the guy who plays Jasper, isn't the only cast member that's there. The actor who plays Sam Uley is there. And then... Fucking Mike Newton hey. was there as well. <laughs> so. Come on, he had to. I mean,
0: I'm pretty sure his agent was like, for the love of fuck. Please, <laughs> <he was> <laughs> do like, something to put you back you out so there. Money. God. <laughs> Could you imagine if you went to Forks and he was the only person there, and you're just like, I want to- I want to punch you in the face, sir. I love you, man. But I also, I hate you so much.
1: Well, Michael Welch was the guy that fucking Anna Kendrick texted about our buttons. So he'd be like, oh, you're uh -uh. that bitch with those (laughs) buttons? And I'd be like, you're that motherfucker? (laughs) You're that, man? Uh, we would just, like, throw hands in a parking lot. Like, it'd be fine. God.
0: Next time you go to Forks, you should just bring a bunch of buttons and just, like, throw them at people. At passerbys.
1: <laughs> well, I would just gently hand them to people. Or so you that ca-
0: I mean, you could do whichever way makes you feel more comfortable, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> that way, some, like, sad Forks person doesn't have to clean those up off the side of the road. That's not nice. Speaking of sad people. Oh, no. <laughs> we have a fashion corner today, Cody.
0: Fashion corner! <laughs>
1: Wee-wee-wee-wee-wee! And- it was sent to us a couple times because it is all of our middle school dreams coming true, <laughs> is how it was phrased. Yep. Now, Cody, could you please, because of the fact that you also have this haircut, I don't. Do, me the, <laughs> do me the honors of describing these side by side images, please? Uh,
0: okay. So Joe Jonas, right? We we know him. We love him. <laughs> <He's> these man. <laughs> He's out here living his life. He's got a mustache now, which is a wild play. And, uh, yeah. and, a, and a, what seems to be, well, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a checkered shirt, but it's like close enough, you know? He looks like a gecko. He, oh, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he has a mustache and he has like really short black hair, which means he looks exactly like Charlie Swan, like identical. <laughs> and it's off-putting. To say the least, it's
1: a lot. It's too much. It's now. I'm just imagining that, like, this is what Bella could have looked like. God, which is just like a lot.
0: Wow. <laughs> for me. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I just imagine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, a, I want a Charlie Swan reboot, <sighs> and for like Joe Jonas to play it,
0: please. Please God, I, Joe. Because then it could be a musical. <laughs> oh my God. Well, would Charlie Swan sing about? Please, please humor me. Doing his best. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you're not wrong. And love lost, and wow, try and and get nice a nice little ballad, a nice ballad.
1: <laughs> all I'm imagining now is like Beauty and the Beast, but Charlie Swan <laughs> and Joe Jonas. So,
0: oh my God, I'm
1: just saying. Um, speaking about beasts and shit. Okay, um,
0: wild transition.
1: <laughs> watched a movie
0: this week uh, uh, about uh, a
1: certain. Sorry, son, I don't know.
0: <laughs> for the first time in her life is drunk and it's happening now on this podcast
1: <laughs> and by drunk you mean i had a little bit too much peppermint tea today oh, um, oh my God. i really just tried to like soothe my nerves and <laughs> just like like too chill i am paying um, the price <laughs> i have there's so many life has consequences everyone <laughs> so we watched eclipse we did that week. Bad. Um, yep And I tried to console Cody throughout the past three months of, like, Cody, it's okay. I know the book is shit, but, like, the movie's a little bit better.
0: So I was lying. (laughs) I mean, you weren't that wrong. I would say New Moon the movie was far worse. Yeah. But in comparison (laughs) to how bad, like, Eclipse the book is, it sort of, like, evens out. Like, it wasn't awful, but it also had all the garbage shit that was in the book, just, like, in terms of the text and the plot. So, like, really, it didn't really have a lot to go off from there. Right. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, like Twilight, in which it was visually assaulting my eyes. Yeah, And so... with their color choices or their editing choices. So, like, it wasn't the worst thing I've literally ever seen, so...
1: Right. There are a few differences. So, up until this point, we've had different directors mm-hmm. every movie, and that is... The truth for this one, too. We had David Slade, and I went through and watched all the behind-the-scenes stuff that comes with DVDs today to, like, prepare, oh my God. and I forgot how much of a film nerd David Slade is. Like <laughs> he, he cares so much about cinema Mm -hmm. it's like off-putting for me but it's probably really exciting for a lot of other people sure because I'm just like you're saying a lot of words that I don't know but you sound (laughs) really cool doing it (laughs) you sound Um, so passionate yeah so when they were talking about it David Slade apparently has a lot of background doing music video directing Mm -hmm. I don't know whether or not that had anything to do with how it translated into clip? Yeah, I can kind of see um, that
0: in terms of, like, the quick editing and stuff that was used and, like, yes. incorporating music or whatever.
1: But uh, the one thing that we could probably touch on right off the bat is the color scheme mm-hmm. was very different yeah, compared to Chris White's in New Moon. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I don't know. Could you tell if there was a specific...
0: I don't think there was, like, a set color palette, right? Because, like, Twilight, very obviously, blue. Blue. (laughs) Like, no other... There's one color, and it is blue. All of the colors are outlawed. There's none in this universe. New Moon had, in some aspects, there was, like, more cool tones, and then in some aspects, there was a lot of, like, reds and browns, and, like, more autumnal and more, like, you know, making sense in, like, an actual world that makes sense and how it would look like like, right. And this one was just this kind was of like, like- It didn't, it did its job in that it wasn't, like, I didn't notice it, you know? Which means it was fine. It was good, And it wasn't, like, you know, distracting like it has been in the past. Yes. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. I I had to kind of think about it when I was writing our notes today, Mm -hmm. which for me meant it was doing its job Right, yeah. The point is that,
0: like, you shouldn't really notice it unless it's, like, amazingly jaw-dropping, but, like, if it's just doing its job, you know? It's not just, like, why is this yellow for no reason? Right, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs)
1: There were a couple of other pre-production things that I wanted to talk about, too. So, in the the behind-the-scenes stuff, they talked about the vampire camp, Mm -hmm. and they had done a little bit of this last time in New Moon, as well, to Mm -hmm. get ready for the Volturi fight scene, but this one, it was, like, heavy stuff, right, because of the battle that they had to do? Oh. And so, they were talking about how, like, two weeks before the shooting even started, they like all of the Cullen clan went to Vancouver and they were like working in this gym and like trying to get all buff and shit and like working on like fake punches and all this stuff. And of course Kellen Lutz who plays Emmett, was like into
0: it, right? He was
1: like, (laughs) Yes, let's I wanna punch stuff. Let's go. yeah. Yeah, and they were like, No, 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 we're fake punching we're punching for movies not like (laughs) killing each other which was amazing and i loved it a lot we're punching
0: for movies (laughs) but like there's a difference though absolutely i mean yes of course (laughs) i just like the phrase like no we're punching for movies I'm a professional movie puncher. I only exclusively punch for movies.
1: Me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The other thing, too, was they were talking about during the ravine scene, Mm -hmm. the way that they shot it was on this thing that they, the production team called a magic carpet, which was basically, you know those things (laughs) in the airports that make you walk slightly faster (laughs) if there's no one in front of you. Uh So it was basically that, but like times (laughs) ten. And so the actors had to run full speed, and then they would like, in FX, like put the stuff behind them to make it look like they were running really fast. Whoa. But everybody was like trying to see how fast they could run against each other <laughs> to like make the day go by faster, which I thought was cute. That's so
0: cute.
1: I know. So the other thing that I wanted to mention before we start talking about the content, uh <laughs> it was the pre pro. So we have seen this photo before, right? Of yeah. Taylor Lautner in oh. his green screen oh. uh, like wolf thing. But like now we finally watched the movie. So you know the context oh, of know. when Bella actually touched there's a little
0: pet, a nice little tap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like we have to mention it in this podcast, too, uh, because of the fact that, like, there was a day when Taylor was literally in <laughs> that outfit having to just be tapped on his forehead all God, time.
0: my favorite thing about cinema, <laughs> just in a grand, a grand, Please. all of it, is just when people do mocap and they just are in those suits... And but you see everyone else like in their own costumes and like interacting with the person, but they're very much in just like a mocap huge buff suit. Like uh, Beauty and the Beast one kills me. Like I think oh, about yeah. it, I think about it every day, and it's so important to me because <laughs> it's just like the stilts, and then there's like this buff kind of like gray suit that's happening. Anyway, but Emma Watson's like definitely like dressed to the fucking nine. She's like in it. She's got yeah. all the benefits, and uh, meanwhile this fucking dude is just like. <laughs> in the this ridiculous that, thing, and it's, it makes my day. It makes my day so much. I'm
1: so glad that I didn't see those photos until after I watched Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> because the fact that Dan Stevens looked like that the whole time they were filming, I would not have been able to keep a serious face. <laughs> the no fact way. that Emma, like, pulled her shit together, honestly, just r- makes me wonder what kind of shit Rupert and Dan pulled during, twi- or, uh, fuck, <laughs> where am I? During- <laughs> During uh, the crossover, nobody asked
0: for the crossover. Everybody asked for, uh, are you have you seen fan fiction? Um, well, you haven't seen fan fiction before six months ago, so all right, or a year, I Listen. guess. Hey, hey, <laughs> <shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
1: I don't know where to even start with God. this movie. I mean, do you want to start with the sideburns? Do you want to start with the wigs? Like, where do we go from here?
0: Um, let's start... I mean, sideburns and wigs are kind of hand-in-hand, right? Yeah, the costume department. We'll do our little <laughs> like costume, makeup our makeup corner, <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck happened, y'all? Oh, my God. You had a budget, and where did it go? Not here. Not... I can't see it. I
1: don't know. Yeah, by Eclipse, like, they have no excuses, right? It's they It's really have embarrassing.
0: It's embarrassing. All of the wigs... Ugh. Like, I would say in the past <clears throat> couple movies, I don't know if they, like change some of the wigs and they keep the same ones. I don't really know what the whole deal is, whatever. But Bella's wig is, like, not great. But, like, in the first couple- the first two movies, it's not very noticeable. Like, if you know, then you're like, yeah, this is a wig. But, like, sometimes you're just kind of like, this could be someone's hair. Like, it's fine. But in Eclipse- my God, her hairline was like pushed the fuck back, and it was like so bad. Girl, your edges are at, everything is out, and it's all bad. This is not your hair. Looks like you're wearing like 12 bumpets, and are just like, oh my, trying head. to make it work as like a natural just got out of bed hair. And I'm like, that's not no.
1: So, for Kristen's wig, it's bad, right? Mm-hmm. And even in New Moon, like, it was it was rough stuff, Yeah, right? it started getting so, a little
0: bit worse, you know?
1: So, I have a little bit of sympathy for the makeup and costume department, mm-hmm. right? Because during this time, Kristen and Dakota were filming The Runaways, right? Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. So,
1: that's when she fucking chopped mm-hmm. her natural hair, right? And right. was like, I'm gonna dye it black, too, so fuck all y'all. <laughs> so, I have a little bit of sympathy for them, but also you at this point have no excuses you need to be able to know how to make a wig look yeah re- realistic yeah. on camera absolutely I don't I don't get it there were some parts where I was like is this literally Taylor Lautner's wig thrown on Bella like I don't understand <laughs> and then there was that part too when they were training for the fight scene when somebody decided like oh let's just give her a half haircut today and like fucking put half in a ponytail and put the rest down and i was like motherfucker it's not good. i can see where this wig started now <laughs> you're not doing yourself any favors no. please stop i just imagine kristen being pissed like <laughs> are you serious right now guys um,
0: guys guys <laughs>
1: guys please stop Please. So, Rosalie's wig.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Oh. You want to
1: dishonor my queen. She
0: deserves... She's so beautiful, and it's infuriating that she got fucked with such a bad wig.
1: I'm so grateful that David... Slade knows how to cut his shots in a way so that when they were doing some of the close-ups during her, like, reveal Mm -hmm. of everything that happened to her, I was able to not focus on her wig and (laughs) see her face, and I was like, damn, Uh, all right. Yeah. But holy
0: shit. My biggest pet peeve in, like, when wigs are in, like, movies or TV or whatever, in Stranger Things, when Eleven, like, gets that wig and they just buy it from, like, a corner store for, like, a couple bucks, and it looks like a fucking lit- laid lace front and it's infuriating because it's like that's not that would have been like a hundred dollars absolutely not but right (laughs) fucking rosalie's wig looks like what that wig should have looked like (laughs) Like,
1: she deserves so much better and they just found it at a gas
0: station and they're like just put it on it's blonde it's great just you look good and it's bad
1: it is. It's really bad and it's unforgivable and there's nothing about it. The only thing that I'm thankful for is that during her flashback scene and then during the, I think it was the ravine scene too, they did some updos for her mm-hmm. that looked a little bit better. Yeah.
0: They learned how to style it, but it was way too late for it to be forgiven. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was... Mm. <laughs> okay so we do need to talk about the caterpillars on our path's face though uh, because <sighs> sorry i don't understand <laughs> i have a lot of questions they were a little bit distracting especially because like i mean the movie starts off with riley right we need to talk about Riley, yeah later, but the the first scene between our two mains mm-hmm. all we see is the straight up close-up God. of his profile and it's just like Stride burns, just like all the face. Uh, he looks
0: like if Martin Van Buren was just like a teen, <laughs> and, like, but still had his entire oh sideburn situation, Holy that God. would be Edward because it was that wild. Like, they were just like puffing out. It's like, you were in high school. I don't understand. I mean, I, I get it. You're a 100 year old vampire. However, you are in high school. I just, there's no way this is believable to anyone here. I don't understand. I just don't get
1: it. Well, and it's not realistic for his character to think that like everything else is perfectly quaffed. Right. And sideburns. He- so just, like, high maintenance doesn't give a
0: fuck. with this whole thing. Also, I don't know about y'all, but like, but in my school, like, if y'all had like a, a bit of facial hair, they're like, absolutely not, get that off of your face. Absolutely, you mean not. like people were judging others for facial hair? Well, you weren't, you, you couldn't have facial hair or like a lot of what? Hair. Yeah, that's I a very normal do. thing.
1: <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. That was not, I don't think that was a thing in our high school. Wow. yeah, I don't remember, anyways. Yeah, but I also didn't have facial hair, so that's true. Okay, well,
0: wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's no teacher that's like, yeah, this is fine. This, like, 17-year-old kid just has, like, these huge fucking... Right. cyber. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? He looks like a professor. Oh, it's so
1: silly. guys he, he literally doesn't look like a teenager to save his life. Mm-mm. Speaking of opening sequences, though, we should talk about Riley. Hello. Because obviously he's in this movie a lot more than he is in the book he's in it (laughs) a lot
0: and it makes more sense right yeah like i hope so because like in the book which we talked about like there's nothing until the last like 50 pages maybe when we get that last sort of hurrah with victoria and riley comes out that is the first time that we see him and then also they all die and it's like this whole thing but like and because it's just like Ex- like we said, Exposition City, where he just, like, gives you everything you need to know about him, and also how he is in love with Victoria, and also all this stuff, and blah, 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 blah. And, like, Edwards just being like, no, don't listen to her. Like, n- that's not- you can't just- just whip it in at the end there and make us care about this character, because there's no way that we're gonna do that. At least in the film, they're like, let's start it off in the beginning, right? Let's just, like, hint it in. And then also, like, weave through between scenes and stuff like little vignettes of, like, Riley and, like, the fucking, um, newborns and all that stuff. And then when you actually get to the end, it makes sense, and you actually are just like, ah, shit, she did him so dirty, you know? Right. Oh,
1: yeah. We should talk about the part that actually made you laugh, though. (gasps) The, the fucking one laugh
0: (laughs) in three films of genuine (laughs) genuine laugh uh fucking riley has all the newborns and he's he just you could hear him say like i told you guys to like keep a low profile and meanwhile it cuts to like a car that's toppled over on fire and all these (laughs) vampires are just like freaking the fuck out
1: and it was so
0: good like the timing was really good it was very i was like oh a a joke from the (laughs) saga i was not expecting it and it was nice it was a great time
1: so, fun fact about that scene: the actor who plays Riley, his name is Xavier Samuel, which like Whoa. what a fucking name. Hello, um, and he's Australian. So they cast him, and he's apparently like really quiet and like soft spoken and stuff. Oh. And so when they get to that scene, and he just like screams <laughs> that line. Apparently, it went like quiet on set. Like even the the PAs were like, "What the fuck." <laughs> uh
0: that's and then so he just funny. went back to
1: like when they like said cut he was just like so how's your day <laughs> <laughs> and they were like okay that's a mood <laughs> yeah but yeah i love that part because all the the newborns are just like we want to throw hands i want to fight everyone just- Yep, but the other thing too that we get about these the little vignettes and we get more information about the newborns is we actually see the Volturi being mm-hmm.
0: like, well, we don't give a fuck. Let's yeah. just see what they do with the
1: colons. Let's
0: just you know what, let them play their little game. Let's figure. It. We have nothing else to do. Yes,
1: which I like that a little bit more. Uh, the nice thing about the way that the film shot this too is we get more Victoria. Mm-hmm. So even from the beginning and because of the fact that the, the movie is less just like Bella's POV we get some more scenes so rather than her hearing about the ravine chase solely during the first encounter with Jacob mm-hmm. we actually get to actually like see it with the vampires and the wolves and I don't know I thought that that made it a little bit more dynamic Than just like it's a show not tell thing right Right, yeah which was nice we finally get Bryce Dallas Howard and she's my fave I think she does the best Victoria oh yeah because the fact that like in this one she's like no holds bar right she's just like her total manipulative evasive (laughs) self and I think that she personally plays it really well oh yeah so it's just wild to think like this was who I was selected to be and it's like well that's (laughs) awkward well (laughs) um the other differences too between like the the movie and the book thankfully I guess in a good way too is it opens up with that fucking Robert Frost quote right but we don't get any weathering heights in the the movie (laughs) thank god nice because that was like all the book a blessing yes and what were some other interesting differences? Oh, yeah. So Jessica was the valedic- valedictorian rather than Eric. Ugh. So we get that cute little scene with Anna Kendrick, which I thought was adorable. God bless. Uh, there's always that, like, cliche scene of, like, a graduation that just, like, makes me cry. <laughs> I'm just like, well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They actually, there was an extended scene with that part where after when they're walking out, to dinner charlie is like um has his arm around Bella and he's like you're my best accomplishment and
0: i'm like <laughs> uh, and I'm like bye And like, he's to- i'm actually crying actually
1: <laughs> yep so fuck me i guess the other thing that i wanted to mention so i remember when we were reading it jasper wasn't actually supposed to be in high school he had already graduated but mm-hmm. in the movie they were like well Alice doesn't need to be alone. Right.
0: Let's just bring a poop. Come on.
1: Right. So (laughs) that was great. The other thing that I want to talk about too was... Jasper's backstory, because we actually get to see it mm-hmm. made out in person. Same with, obviously, Rosalie's. <laughs> and I think that seeing it rather than just reading it makes it definitely more dynamic. Yeah. With the whole Maria thing, and even with Rosalie's, with Royce.
0: Mm-hmm. That was so fucking lit. Uh, uh, I wish it lasted longer. That's my one thing. Like, I was very excited to be translated onto the screen but um it was more like a second which was good it was it made sense but you can tell us very much i i would even say that that the like music video influence was there too cuz it's just kind of like a nice cut to like her in this wedding dress and then like back to back to reality. There was a
1: little part from that scene that they cut Mm -hmm. where Rosalie like smashes open the doors and starts like crooning to Royce, like Royce honey, but it's in her like very creepy voice Uh and I almost wish that they would have kept that in just because it like, I don't know, it's so spooky, but yeah, I can see what you're talking about there, like the influence of the even with with Jaspers and with fucking Rosalie's too Mm -hmm. they were very, they were tight which I guess is good. I do
0: love how Rosalie was just like it was very dramatic back then I was like bitch don't act like you don't <laughs> you don't love you it you haven't changed one
1: come bit. on,
0: come
1: on. Um. oh my god that's great
0: Speaking of dramatic
1: we should probably talk about Jacob Jacob uh, <laughs> fucking
0: Jacob uh, uh, he's so moist in okay, this movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not a second in this movie where he's not drenched and I don't know why I don't know how. I don't know to if some fair. He just someone like followed him with like a spray bottle and was just like, "Let me just get you glistening a little bit." Hold on. T-t-t-t-t-t-t. To be
1: fair, <sighs> Forks is a wet place. I know. However, he doesn't look rain wet. He no looks baby oil. Wet. He, like, he's, he's just
0: glistening. He just like s- like took a dip in like a tub of Vaseline and just came out and oh was God. like, "Hello, I'm ready." Yeah. And you're like, Jacob, please stop." <laughs>
1: Jacob changed his skincare routine, and is overusing coconut oil now. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: The first time that we see him, he's just so fucking brooding. <laughs> just, like, in that black shirt, and just, like, standing there by his motorcycle. Like, it's meh. just, like, a lot. Meh. There is so much to unpack from that one scene, right? Because that starts off Bella only wearing brown for the rest of the movie. God, yeah. Which, it's just, like... Costume department. I get it. I get it. I get it. You read the book, but like, chill. I, <laughs> You're, we taste hey, that. <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. Um, and also, the fucking car commercial that happens when they're walking out of fucking Edward's car. Fucking amazing. It's like, Hi, welcome to this Volvo. <laughs> Buy my car. Dennis, too much, and I don't like it a lot.
0: Like, thank you, but no thanks, actually.
1: No thanks. I'm all good. <laughs> there was that part, too. I don't know if you noticed this, but all the people that were wearing jeans in that movie were wearing American Eagle jeans.
0: Oh my god. So, 2010. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was,
1: it was a lot for me to personally handle. I bet. Oh, okay. Minutia details. So when. It's the first part of the movie when they get back from the meadow, and Charlie's like, four o'clock on the dot. What Mm. the fuck? Um, I hate this kid. Mm, (laughs) Fucking get out (laughs) of
0: here. Let me fight him.
1: Can you imagine? (laughs) Edward having to go easy on Charlie. (laughs) So fucking cute. When they pan over to Charlie, I was looking on his like, little area where he has all of his stuff, Mm -hmm. and there's an ashtray, and I wanted to know your thoughts about that. What do you mean? (laughs) Is that, is that shocking? I just, no, but I just don't see Charlie as the smoking type in a house, especially, too.
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he, like, brings it out on the porch or something, but I think, I think he would, like, he and Billy would, like, have a cigar together and, like, watch the game. You know what I mean? I okay,
1: yeah, I agree with that. I just did not expect to see one on his like side table.
0: Sure, yeah,
1: <laughs> that does not fit his character because especially like maybe before Bella lived there, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. But especially with like someone there, I don't imagine him being like Bella coming downstairs. There's just like a
0: fucking cloud <laughs> of smoke. <laughs> Listen, as <laughs> much as as much as he loves Bella, the second Bella has been in his home, think he's been stressed so much, it's like, insurmountably more stressed. So maybe he was like, I just need, like, a direct line. <laughs> to- Alternative thought.
1: Mm-hmm. What if it's the good kush?
0: I am here for that.
1: Can you imagine It now is Washington, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bella coming downstairs, <laughs> ready for school.
1: <laughs>
0: and Charlie's like, hey. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, there's no way that in his, like, couple years, like, post you know divorce or whatever that he just wasn't fucking living it up smoking doobies all the time and was just like <laughs> living in his dream <laughs> like he still doesn't know how to do anything in his home he never like he just took like a three like a couple years just like break and just like went back to being like a college dude and just like you know did that and yeah. he still like maybe just wants to join every now and again just to like feel something or just to, like take him back to just another to time <laughs> <feel something. laughs>
1: thinking maybe he was using it to relax because all of Bella's nightmares during
0: New Moon stressed him out, but maybe he's just doing it to feel something. I don't think those are two very different ideologies. I think they're one, and I think they're pretty, (sighs) there's a nice Venn diagram where they both exist.
1: And the Charlie Swan defense squad strikes up again, my friends. You're welcome.
0: We're back. We're ready. Oh my
1: god. Um... (laughs) There was one part, because I, I do need to mention, um, uh, fuck Mike Newton again, just for the bingo board. Mm-hmm. When Jessica is trying to write her graduation speech, when uh-huh. they're at the table before Alice is like, oh, I decided to throw a party. Uh, when Mike is trying to write the speech for her, he's like, <laughs> my fellow students. <laughs> uh, and then I love that Jessica, like, one, crumples it and throws it back in his face because, like, mood. Yep. But when they're panning off and, like, trying to transition to the next scene, you can faintly hear Mike being like, wait, people give you money when you graduate? And I was like, motherfucker, (laughs) did you not... I hate this kid. Oh. He's my least favorite. Baby. I just, like, what is the point of graduating if not this? Oh, I can't. I cannot. I cannot handle it. Okay, so we need to talk about the actual battle that happens. We do. Because I cry every time. Because we actually get to see what happens in the main field this time. Yeah. Because... Thank God we're not in Bella's point of view of the entire Thank movie. Thank God. Uh, which means we get to see Jasper do his thing. Uh, we get to see Emmett live his best life. Uh, <laughs> we get to see Carlisle try to just be like, no fighting, no fighting. Okay, guys, I just, uh let me offer asylum to you all. <laughs> so I love that. That also means that we get to see the wolves helping along with this too, mm. which is great. And then obviously at the same time we have the Victoria Riley Edward Seth thing that's happening too. Yeah. Which like Seth, eh, uh, mm-hmm. baby, I cry. Yeah. That's when we really get to see the betrayal of Victoria mm-hmm. happen in media res, yeah. which I love. And um, also
0: you def and you see like Bella almost doing the third wife thing or like definitely doing the third wife thing, and you just like whoa like actually seeing it you're like bitch you're you're fucking wild what can you imagine if Seth if it had like panned
1: over to Seth that time and he just like rolled his eyes like it's like motherfucker, motherfucker I was
0: right there
1: guys this is my culture first of all Yep. and two I was faking it so yeah right. obviously yes the other thing about this too I really liked that Edward kind of, like, yelled at Victoria during that scene Mm -hmm. when she, like, tried to leave, and he was like, uh, this is the only time you're gonna get this. Right, so So,
0: fucking, if you're gonna do it, do it.
1: Yep. But it was nice to see, like, Edward's crush on Riley become
0: realized (laughs) in this moment. It was very good.
1: Because in the movie, we actually know that Edward has known who Riley is this entire time. Right,
0: and not just some rando. Yep. (laughs) That he's, for some reason, is like, she's lying to you. Uh, person I'd never met before. Who yeah. are you, actually? <laughs>
1: yep, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: The thing about this, though, that always makes me cry is when they go back <laughs> to the main field and Bella actually sees Jacob get hurt yeah. rather than just hear Ugh. about it. So we don't get Edward falling on his knees and Seth whimpering this time. <laughs> we actually see Bella, like, sprinting mm-hmm. across this field to go take care of Jacob. Jacob. Uh, (laughs) But to be fair, this time it's not like a Jacob, it's a Leah, because Uh Leah was trying to do the damn thing and it didn't work out.
0: And Leah would not let that go. She's like, you fucking, I had it, guys! (laughs) Just, uh, and meanwhile, like, Jacob is literally dying, and she's like, guys, if you just let me do the thing! And I was like, you know what, Leah? You know what? Maybe next time, Leah? Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Right now. Our friend is dying. <laughs> the whole right side of his body. <laughs> the nice
1: thing about that part is Bella doesn't faint. Thank you, Bella. <laughs> she tries to take care of him. The thing about this, though, so when Jacob gets hurt, like, he is naked, right? So Very,
0: yeah. Ooh. You just have to be
1: like, let's just take these eight people carrying Jacob's, like, <laughs> naked body <laughs> away from the field quickly so the Voltori get here and don't realize what's happening. Great. Good. Good. Um, Great. (laughs) We do get our introduction to Brie, the actual actor who plays Brie Tanner, which is nice because there isn't a movie for (laughs) Brie. We actually get to read her little novella, which is nice. Dakota Fanning being over life in general, which is Very good. Yep. And then the ending, which is so different because, like, Carlisle and Billy do the handshake, Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen in the, the actual book and stuff. But so here I we are. Yep. All of the Quillu pack being shirtless, except for Leah, which is like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh,
0: Leah should just be shirtless in protest. Can you know what? She would. Uh, absolutely. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she definitely would.
1: And then the actual ending, um... Actually, hold on, wait, huh? before we get to the ending, we should probably talk about the kisses, right?
0: <sighs> I guess you got I don't
1: want to, but like, we should, probably should. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So, Bella, <laughs> I just want to mention Kristen Stewart's face when she punches Taylor. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> during good. During the first kiss,
1: because it was like, spot on. Yeah. It, it was, was great.
0: Very good.
1: It was very good. And then during the second one, it's not as aggressive as the movie, or as the book makes it seem. Right. Which is nice, because...
0: It goes on for a um, long time, though. <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a long kiss. It's a long Thank- one! <laughs> Thankfully, Jacob doesn't do the taunt that he does in the book of, like, do you really want
0: me to leave? Like, can right. you do better than that thing? Yeah. like, that's gross. It's like, no, I think we're gonna get it in one. Thank you, though. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, those were gross and stuff. Yeah. Um, the proposals, there were two of them, because there were in the book, and that's
0: yeah. just, like, a lot. You know. Um, but
1: the ending was a little bit different than the book, too, because one, there's no wedding dress, mm-hmm. shown here, anyway. Yeah. And... Gotta save two, that up. Right, yeah, yeah, They gotta make it first. <laughs> and two, there isn't an epilogue, so we don't get Jake getting his wedding invitation.
0: And, like, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah. It just ends with Bella doing her spiel at the mm-hmm. end of, like, hey, fuck all y'all, I'm doing this for me, this is my life, so...
0: Bye! Bye. But also, hi, forever!
1: (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) And we do still get the spiel of the, we need to do something dangerous, we need to go tell Charlie! Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts about Eclipse? God. No, fuck you. Yeah, no, Don't you need talk. to talk
0: about the music, right?
1: <sighs> how dare I? Yeah, I was I gonna... had it at the on top of our dock, Yeah. <laughs> so I almost forgot. Okay, fuck you. We're not talking about the end yet. Okay, so, the music. Oh mm. my god. Okay, the music. So, mm. the, the soundtrack is everything that I listened to in high school. So, we got the bops, we got Sia, we got the Black Keys, we got Vampire Weekend, we got Band of Horses, <laughs> we got Florence and the Machine, it's and a good lineup. why did you mention, Cody, there was the Trash Man himself? Um, Green. Yeah,
0: Mr. CeeLo Green did a little little track for the Eclipse soundtrack, um, so if Goodness. you want to listen to that, I guess that's something that you could listen to.
1: I hate it. Everything else on the Eclipse soundtrack is bops. I love it all. It's all perfect.
0: It's They're great. just, like, indie hits, and then also Muse, but, like, <sighs> I just, like, so good. Well, yeah, I think Muse is, like, contractually obligated. Yeah, at, the, at this point, that's they right. have just, like, they gotta get one in, you know? And like our especially it. it's
1: fine. because of the fact that David directed their music videos, I feel like they were like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, you're gonna put this on there, right?
0: You gotta come on."
1: Yeah. Okay, and then the score. So <laughs> here's the thing: Howard Shore is one of my favorite composers of all time. Mm. Now, I have a lot of feelings about the Eclipse score in general, because there are a lot of character compositions on this one, which, like, are my fucking jam. (laughs) (laughs) Two of my personal favorites, and, like, there's a lot, right? Because Uh we get Jasper's, we get Rosalie's, amazing, perfect, they fit it, and, like, Howard knows what he's doing, right? Uh Howard's done a lot of shit. However... We need to talk about Bella's theme, because Bella's theme starts when she goes to Florida for the first time to see her mom. Mm -hmm. And, like... (gasps) Oh, we need to talk about
0: Renee, first of all. Pivot. Yes. Renee is that bitch. Because she is, like... (laughs) Renee is me. She is, like... (laughs) She's like my fantasy. She's like l- lounging on this like chair outside near the pool and she's got like the Phoenix sun on her and she's got like a sun hat and she's drinking like a legitimate Long Island iced tea just like sipping on it and then like talking about about her trash boyfriend. And honestly, it is the biggest mood that's ever mooted. It's the biggest sh- yep. mood that's ever mooted. <laughs>
1: I just like love Renee in this moment because like her hat also has like turquoise on it, which means like, you know, you get those like Arizona influences, even though they're still in Florida. Mm. And then like, you know, that like she made the quilt that she gave to Bella Uh. by hand. like Uh. She sewed it and it's just like perfect and great. And I love it a lot. So Bella's theme isn't just called Bella's theme. It's called Bella's theme slash compromise, which like, uh, oh God, <laughs> that's like way too on brand. So I love that theme. If it it's her perfectly, it's like somber and soft and it is also started to play at the end. As well. Great. Perfect. The one, however, that makes me cry literally every time I listen to it, and that's a lot because I've been playing this soundtrack since the first time I got it, which is like fucking <sighs> almost eight years. Wow. It's embarrassing, is Jacob's theme. Jacob's oh theme is. Painful to listen to, but I love it, and it hurts me, and it's everything that I've ever wanted, and it fits him great. Like Jacob's theme, when I listen to it, is like what I imagine Jacob, and not like the shit Jacob that actually is written in the books. Like, the Jacob, not- Jacob, <laughs> yeah. Like Howard understands that character better than Stephanie has in the literal like a hundred thousand pages that have written <laughs> in the series, which is embarrassing, but true. It really is. <sighs> okay. I got that out of the way. I just needed that to be saved in posterity. Yeah. Because I have a lot of feelings about that music. So, final thoughts about Eclipse. Cody, please. It's a movie. Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Like, I don't know what I expected. Like, it kind of fit everything that I was... I probably... Like, I had... I I went in with some, like, pretty bad expectations. And it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. So really, it was fine. I don't know. It was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. Agreed.
1: Yes. I, it's not my favorite of all the movies. Mm -hmm. It's better than the book. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. And you can definitely tell that the quality is getting better every time you yeah. do this. Which is nice. Money does something, friends.
0: <laughs> really does.
1: Yeah. Which and I'm just I'm so excited for you to actually see the Breaking Dawn movies because oh, they get oh. so much better. Oh, and boy. like Kristen's outfits oh my god everybody's outfits oh my god I can't wait I can't wait damn so, I'm excited I'm so excited next week we're gonna read The Short Second Life of Bree Tanner Bye-bye. it's another novella my friends we are here Bye-bye. we get to read another 178 pages in one week be hey. exciting so patrons
0: exciting hey.
1: Stuff. hey 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 <laughs> I love that we talked about this on our live stream which if you don't know what we're talking about Listen and watch the live stream. Yeah. What are Come, you on. Doing? Come on. Yeah. So, we have our $10 patrons. Amazing. Jessica Stanley. Boy! Amazing. Rachel Black. Boy! Our lovely people who are very unbranded and probably aren't even here. They're probably at the Twilight Festival right now, so.
0: Yeah, they're that committed. And I respect they're living,
1: them. They're living their best life. If you right
0: want to be like these wonderful, wonderful patrons. Same. You can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We can just relax. You can support us at patreon.com slash to the twilight. Donate $10 a month. Or anything a month. But that's how you get on the show, so.
1: The best thing about us doing live streams is that people get to actually see what we look like, IRL. Mm-hmm. And then they increase their patronage. So that's
0: Because true. of our good looks?
1: <laughs> hey, Because of happened. our dashing looks? <laughs> it happened, oh so my God. I'm just saying. It's great, and I love it a lot. I thought... That it's been kind of heavy,
0: uh-huh.
1: a la Renee. Yeah. So this week, I would give us something kind of funny to talk about for our
0: fan fiction. <laughs> Great, I love it. Hit me.
1: Yeah, this one has a shitty title though. Great. <laughs> um, it's called Vampirism for Dummies. <laughs> And it was written by Jessica314. Is that for Pi? That's interesting. Okay. (laughs) And the summary is called In Which Carlisle Writes a Textbook on Vampirism and Emmett immediately rewrites it. (laughs) Disclaimer, the Twilight Saga and its universe of the property of Stephanie Meyer. No profit is made here and no offense intended. <laughs> That's cute. How this person has written it is they've written the first part in Carlisle's voice and the second part in Emmett's voice. So I'm going to okay. read a little bit of Carlisle's voice and then skip over. An excerpt from An Examination of Vampirism by Carlisle Cullen, MD. Chapter 8, How to Create a Vampire. It is essential to bear in mind the sacred responsibility that you are undertaking as you prepare yourself to attempt the transformation of human hereafter referred to as your patient to vampire. It is no small thing to play God, it is in the estimation of some, an immortal act by its very nature. See chapter 19, Theological and Sociological Considerations. (laughs) And if you do, in fact, feel prepared or obligated to intercept the body's natural or incidental expiration, you then face the awesome responsibility of the consequences. Are you prepared to care for your creation throughout the duration of his or her volatile newborn year? Okay, and now I'm going to skip to excerpt. From Vampirism for Dummies by Emmett McCarty Cullen. Chapter 8, How to Create a Vampire. Step 1, are you ready for this? Get your human alone and get your bite on. Just don't drink if you can help it. If they die, better luck next time. And free snack if you pull away in time. Kudos. Step 2, don't say anything while they're screaming that you don't want them to hear because you might regret it for the rest of eternity. (laughs) Cough. (coughs) Edward. (laughs) Step three, once their heart goes crazy, back off and give them some space. Unless you like getting your face shredded. Chapter four, congrats, you've got a baby vampire. End scene. I love it. (laughs) The one for Carlisle is literally like three pages. (laughs) It's just like, it's so much. And then this one for Emmett is like, all I read is all that's there.
0: (laughs) Amazing. That's so good. So. (laughs) I love it. (sighs) Well, as we say in (laughs) Forbes. (laughs)
1: Get bit. <laughs> oh, hi there. Guess who stole Cody's mic and took over the end credits? This is an Earbud Media production. You can pitch a show at bit.ly slash Earbud Pitch. You can check out the network's Twitter at Earbud Media. And while you're doing that, why don't you follow us everywhere at Into the Twilight. Since you're doing that, why don't you just go ahead and check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Into the Twilight. Just as little as a dollar a month, you can get some cool things like pins and books, help us do cool things like live streams. You can always help us out for free with reading and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Our amazing artwork was done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostHost44. Our fantastic music was done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro of our podcast is done by KB Smith, who you can find at KB underscore Smith. You can find Cody everywhere online at Cody Captures, and you can find me now everywhere at into wild places you stayed until the end check you out good job and we will check back
0: with you next week bye you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone hey dan hey what's up john i just wanted to uh, confirmed that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast, the 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 Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. You mm-hmm. uh, can find it on YouTube. Can you can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time? Sometimes. Sometimes. Most like, of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's really yeah, th- cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now as we speak. No, you're sitting down. No, no, this is happening right now as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my God. John. We'll talk
1: about it next week.